0: I don't know about you, but as for me in my house, I don't want a relationship based on the fear of being alone, like solely based on my fear of dying alone. My name is Rika, of course, and welcome to this week's series. I have titled it Fears That Are Holding You Back and Getting the Relationship You Actually Want. And one of these fears is that You see, you have all these feelings about being like a failure because you're single and failing if this situationship that you're in. Yes, the one now that is not fruitful, flourishing or fulfilling the one that you're frustrated in. If you break up with him or it doesn't work out for some reason in the back of your mind, you will feel like a failure. And that's the reason why you want a man. Mm -mm. Because. I don't want to fail at life, so I want a man. That's not how I want a man. I don't want a relationship based on that. You have got to start thinking differently about your singleness so you can move differently in this dating space. Okay? So that's what we are going to talk about today. Let's go ahead and get into the episode, of course, after the intro. I said, How did you wake up this moment? What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me, hello. I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? (laughs) All right. So I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there. All right. I am not a licensed therapist so i am not to replace a therapist but i will say this a lot of my clients they have me as their coach and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yes, it's me and you right here, hey, (laughs) will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me rika and of course i will put my name in the show notes all right that's it i'm your host rika and let's get into the episode this is single you the podcast New series starts today. So, for the next five days, I'm going to be covering fears that are holding you back and getting in the relationship that you actually want, right? Um, The relationship you actually want is a healthy relationship, one that's fruitful, flourishing, and fulfilling with the man. Um, And so, today's one fear I don't want to die alone, let alone show up at the next family barbecue without a man on your hand, right? So, every time I hear this, I don't want to die alone comment, I think to myself, like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? I don't want to die alone. And I'm pausing because I want you to actually think about that. What does that mean when you say that? Okay. Doesn't everybody die alone? Listen, my parents have been married for over 44 years. They've been together for like 50 years and they're going to die separate. This is not the notebook. So kids or a husband are not the guarantee that you're going to be taken care of while you're on your deathbed, while you're sick or whatever. So my question to you, if you say that, if you have this fear, I don't want to die alone. Why are you only scared of dying alone because you're single? And so when you say that, I don't want to die alone, what I hear you saying is you don't want to get to the end of your life without having had a husband. Because somehow you believe that having a husband gets you to the mountaintop of happiness and joy. Which it's not true. It's simply just not true. That is not God's promise over our life. Well, once you get the husband, then you will finally have arrived at the happiness and joy that I promised you. It's not a promise. And so what happened as you were growing up is you bought into the programming and conditioning that we as women received about our worth. That we can only be happy, that we are only worthy once we get picked by our Boaz. So now we have this fear that doesn't, it's not even, it's not factual. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Well, I don't want to die alone. Okay, but everybody does. So now, because you have this fear on a subconscious level, meaning whether you know it or not, you're operating from that fear and now you're forcing relationships with men you know don't deserve you because you don't wanna die alone. So you having a husband and a boyfriend, whatever, I guess you have a boyfriend first, then a husband, makes you feel better. It pacifies that fear of, I don't wanna die alone. But how well is that working out for you? Because when you operate in a space where you will stay with somebody that is not being fruitful, flourishing, or fulfilling to you, you stay in this relationship that is not fruitful, flourishing, or fulfilling to you because you don't want to die alone. How well is that working out for you? What is it costing you? to be with somebody just so they can pacify that fear of you dying alone or showing up at the next family barbecue alone. He's a placeholder, pacifying this fear of being single. And I'm gonna read something to you. And this is uh, Dr. Gay and Kathleen Hendricks, um, some of my favorite psychologists. And in this book, okay, um, they say, how many courses did you take in dealing with your feelings? It is incredible that we have such a societal blind spot. No one ever landed in jail or a mental hospital because of a difficulty with geography. But both institutions are packed with people who have difficulty with their emotions. You see, it's not your fault. But when you know better, you'll do better. So you're struggling in this lane of relationships and your feelings and emotions because nobody taught you anything. Nobody taught you any better than what you're doing, trying to get this goal in life, which they put on us, especially as faith based black woman that listen, the goal in life, you better get married and have some babies. And if you don't do that by 25, you're trash. So then once you pass that threshold and you wake up at 35 and you're still single now, it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And now you're spiraling out of control. And you're in these relationships, again, that are not fruitful, flourishing, or fulfilling. So I saw somebody post this on IG and I thought that I wrote down their name, but I'm gonna read to you what they wrote. And I was like, exactly. And this is, I wish more people thought this way. Here's the quote. I want a co-committed relationship, not codependency based on trauma bonds. I don't want a relationship with someone who chooses me purely based on their feelings instead of logic and practicality. I want an easy life and will not endure hardship or inconvenience just because I love you. I want love without a trauma bond or an unhealthy attachment. I want love knowing joy comes from God and myself, not from a man. That's the way I want to love. Instead of doing the opposite, which is this fear-based love, well, I don't want to die alone or I'm sick of going to the family barbecue and my older auntie's always asking me where my man at. So I'm going to have this placeholder, which now is wasting your time and you're frustrated, you're sad, depressed, because you're with this placeholder, just pacifying that fear. I don't, don't want to die alone. So having Johnny here is better than that. So I'm going to give you a reason. I So you believe you can't do life as a single woman because you feel like you need a man for support. You feel like a man c- can complete you, help you financially, sexually, and mentally. And you're like, that is the only way that can be completed. That circle can close once I get married with support, finances, mentally, sexually. It's the only way I can be fulfilled in those areas with the man. It's not true. Where? Where is that written? Show me the scripture. When did God say that? That you will only be fulfilled mentally and financially. You can only... Be supported the way you want to be supported. You can only do that when you have a man. Show me where that is. You're not going to be able to show it to me scripturally, but your belief system, you believe that two is better than one. Somewhere along the line, you bought into that, that narrative, that programming, that conditioning, that two is better than one. but here's the thing. It has to be the right one. If you want to believe that true is better than one, two is better than one, fine. But it, it, it has to be the right one. It can't just be anybody. You can't just go pluck a dude off the street because he's fine and then make it work with him. Mm-mm. So you're going to have to start shifting your belief in that area. And here's the deal. I would argue that you are doing well financially. You are doing well for yourself. You are doing well in supporting yourself. Why do you minimize that? Because you don't have a man. Why can't be doing that great in life because I don't have a man. This woe is me attitude because I'm single. It is weighing you down, sis. It is weighing you down. And I was reading this article um, from this psychologist who did a study on does marriage actually make you happier? She wanted to like scientifically prove it one way or another. And here's the deal. The article is basically saying it lands in the middle. Marriage might make people happier, but it's no guarantee of happiness. And she also goes on to say that most happy people get married and then you and, and 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 she goes on to say they get married to a partner like a best friend. So that man that you're dealing with now, are you happy with him? Is is are you guys best friends? Or are you constantly hoping that he will become that? Trusting he will change, trying to set a boundary but not keeping it accepting the bare minimum like your standards are actually up here but you're accepting something down here again because of this fear of dying alone and this this thought that singleness is a punishment or this thought that I am not worthy because I don't have a man I am a failure because I don't have a man and guess what the way you think as a man feels in his heart so he is right as a man thinks in his heart so he is So, if you're thinking that, now check your behavior. Think about how your behaviors with men, like what are your behaviors with men? And what does that say about you? The choices that you've made with men, what is that showing you about you? So, how do you become different? How do you start thinking different? You have to decide. Make a decision that I want to be confident in my singleness. And you're going to have to start changing your thought process. You're going to have to start putting yourself first and learn how to slow down a dating process. And let me just say this too about dying alone. Like, listen, when we get to the end of the life, to the end of our life, is that what I said? Yep. When we get to the end of our life, right? Right there's, it's probably going to take a lot of money to take care of us. That's, that's what our fear is coming from. Like, I don't want to just, I I need somebody to like take care of me when I'm older or whatever. So you have this fear of being somebody who needs to be taken care of. And again, I said earlier, kids and a husband does not guarantee that at all. Okay. Ask all of these people that are in nursing homes where their kids don't visit them or they had a husband and he left because you got sick. So that doesn't guarantee that. okay? so the best way you can help yourself is actually start focusing in investments, 401ks, Roth IRAs. And getting your financial situation together and stop worrying about where your husband at. A lot of us running around here, faith based women, especially our faith based black women, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman, but your finances and financial situation isn't together. So you want a man to come in to save you. Nobody's coming to save you. Not even when you get a husband, y'all gonna have to figure that out together, but he's not coming to, you shouldn't want somebody to come and save you. So you're going to have to start focusing on your thought process, how you think about things and shift that. And this isn't a financial platform, but I'm just trying to tell you if it's if it's if it's the I need somebody to take care of me while I'm older. So that's why I want a husband. Mm. No, no, I would also you need to think about why do you want a husband outside of because you think that's what people do. What is going to be the purpose of your marriage, the purpose of you getting a husband? Are you wife material? Are you getting yourself together? And I would argue if you're thinking like this, like I'm saying on this podcast, that singleness is a punishment and woe is me. And I just don't want to die alone. Then, no, you're not actually a wife material right now. You need to work on your mindset because the mindset you have now is what is is what you're going to bring into the marriage. And your vision if, is off if your mindset is dysfunctional, your vision is off. That's all I'm saying. I really wish that you would stop looking at singleness as a punishment. I really wish that you would stop looking at your singleness as a failure. I promise you, I'd rather be single than be in those dysfunctional relationships that I was in. Being bamboozled, disrespected, lied to, cheated on over and over again. All because I thought, well, I have to get this goal. Nope. I'd rather be single. And I'm not, and that's not to say that I don't desire a husband, but I desire the husband that God wants for me. The right husband. Not to have a husband just to have a husband because I don't want to die alone. I'm cool. So I'll end on this because I have to go take my dogs to the groomers because they need baths. <laughs> um, so last week when I completed the series, after every episode, I gave you two questions, and I'm gonna continue that this week because it's helping you think. So question number one, what is your definition of dying alone? What is your definition of dying alone? Why do you say that? I don't want to die alone. And why does that scare you? That's kind of like two questions. So I'll say number three. Why do you feel like you will die alone? Is it because you're 40 and you're not married yet? And so now you're thinking about the future way too much. So why do you feel like you will die alone? Okay, that's a wrap. That is a wrap. I'm excited about this series. So fears that are holding you back from getting that relationship you actually want. Today was fear number one. Fear number two, we will do tomorrow. Okay. DM me. Can you do me a favor? If you took something from this video. Anything that I said. And that resonated with you, can you please send me a DM? I would love to hear from you. Or if you heard something I said and you're like, I want you to go deeper on this. What do you mean by this? Send me a DM. My DM is always open to you. It's not going to be weird. I'm not going to be like, why are you DMing me? This is a dumb person. No, I want you to. For my professional, loyal, now frustrated, single women, I got you. I I hear you and I see you in your frustration and I'm just trying to help. But you got to work on that thought process, okay? All right, we'll talk tomorrow yeah and one more disclaimer i will never tell you i'm an expert in this area i am just speaking from my lens and what i learned by being in an abusive relationship by not knowing myself by not having self-love for myself and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life girl so just remember that i'm speaking from my lens and after 18 months 19 years of radio. September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment, and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me (laughs) by rating this podcast as well lastly my intro here's a fun fact it comes from my old morning show i used to have this morning show on a station here in the tri-cities called power 99.1 and my friend my co-worker one of the greats in production land james tyler he had made that for me for my morning show the just me rika show and i was like yo on my podcast i need that intro back (laughs) and he made it for me so thank you for that intro thank you for the production james tyler Uh, of course it was inspired by beyonce's flawless yeah all right girl that's it thank you so much for listening to single you the podcast and we'll talk on the next episode